Hi, this is Jenna. And this is Heather. And this is Conspiracies Unlocked. And today we are unlocking the United States UAP Disclosure Hearing. I am so excited to hear all about the um, the hearing that went down a couple weeks ago. Heather has been researching it, rewatching it. If you guys didn't know, um, a few weeks ago, when was this? On July... It was Wednesday, July 26th of this year, 2023. The, um, the government, like the C... Well, Heather will get into it, but like the CIA and all the people came out in like in a real government-issued four-hour-long hearing to say, aliens are real and we've been hiding them from you this whole fucking time. And that raises so many questions, and it's so crazy because just in May and June, there were real alien sightings in Las Vegas. Yeah, so the one in Las Vegas was the viral one that everyone was talking about. The 16-year-old young man, Angel, came forward and stated that a UFO, uh, or he thought, him and his brother thought that maybe one had crashed. They heard like a loud bang. They saw multiple alien creatures in the backyard. They called 911. The police came out, and on the police cam, there was footage of a green light falling from the sky, and supposedly they actually got the videos of the creatures on the police cam, but they took out, like, 16 minutes of the police footage. And then blocked everything else out. Blocked everything. So, yeah. And I think that that might have triggered this hearing because it was such a big deal, and it was like, you can't deny it anymore. Um, previous to that, there was a bunch of, like, um, the UFO tic-tac sightings right around the time that the weather balloons were, the Chinese weather balloons were floating through this, the airwave, the mm-hmm. air, yep. the space of Canada, North America, South America. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few that they found, and then they also found... They shot down two other UAPs. Yeah, they shot down other ones. So it's kind of interesting that all of a sudden this is all coming to a head, and which reminds us of Project Blue Beam, right? It definitely does. Definitely so, screams at Project Blue Beam, especially now that the government is coming forward with... Um, well, it's not just the government. There's, there's whistleblowers and eyewitnesses that are coming forward who they... Do work for the government or are retired from the government, but they previously did not come forward because they didn't feel like it was a safe time to come forward, that people would just think, oh, put on your tinfoil hat and kind of, you know, ridicule them and just dismiss it and nothing would actually happen. And now they are demanding transparency and they are demanding answers from the U.S. government. Yes. And I definitely think that that the what what occurred in February then snowballed into March, April, May, June, and now this hearing in July. And this is like, we picked the perfect time to start a podcast, (laughs) a conspiracy podcast. We started this podcast in February, right when everything hit the fan. Do you remember? So when the weather balloon happened and then all the UFO sightings, Heather came, called me and then came running to my house and was like, it's time. Turn on your news. We need to make an episode now. 
this is our time emergency meeting emergency, emergency meeting and we sat in the boys toy room and recorded an episode really quickly just to get get we were just so excited we didn't know what to do so now because we're a little better at um gathering information and we don't want to be one of those we don't want to just record as soon as we hear something we want to get all the facts so that's why we are a couple late we'll always be a couple weeks late but we'll also be the most reliable i think yeah it won't be all the bullshit and it won't be regurgitated shit it'll be our own shit because we didn't listen to the news we didn't you know we saw some memes we you know stuff that's unavoidable but Heather actually sat there, and I watched her sit through a couple minutes of... <laughs> Fine-tooth combing. Yes, of, of her actually sitting through the four hours of and, and looking up words and figuring all this out and what everything means. Because in these hearings, they talk so much mumbo-jumbo. It's just like whenever I try to talk about legal documents... Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It's like, I'm just like, da-da-da. Like, I just want to fucking poke my eyes out. I would have to look up every other word if it was I a legal <laughs> document. I'd be like, uh, what is that even I mean? really, I totally do that every time. I have a phone, and I have my computer, and I look up everything. And that's what I had to do on this. Like, a lot of it, it's just like... You know, it's basic information. Like, I understand the vocabulary, but they talk so fast. And I'm trying to make sure it's accurate because some of it, I'm quoting them, you know? And it's like, I don't want to quote them wrong, so I have to go back and listen again. And I'm like, wait a minute, what did he say? And then it'll be like one little word that it's either, you know, um, it's not like a huge, big, huge deal, but it'll be like either without objection or without judgment. I mean, I guess it would be fine to say either, but I want to say wanna be, what he said. Yeah, you want to be right. And then um, also with that, how she said, oh, they talk fast. We're not just ditzy people. I was listening to part of it with her, and they talk like they're reading off of something. So they're, and they're not as fluent as we are of reading off things. I mean, we probably suck too at it, but he's literally word for word just like da 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 And he's taking breaths in between sentences, like halfway between words, because he's not really, he's probably super nervous to be addressing the nation, this this one person that's not the president, that's not used to doing this. And they're just trying to, like, get through it, and he's just reading exactly what's written without any emotion or like very the, robotic very yeah there's not enough pa- the, the yeah. pauses are in the wrong places for it to be a proper sentence and i think that's part of the problem of trying to talk to like not talk but to to write down what they're saying accurately and really understand what they're saying because they pause so you think that's a comma or like a pause but it's not it's a or, fake pause or it's military so they use the military um, acronyms. Yeah. And they'll just say the, like, acronym for something. I don't know what that means, so I have to pause it. I gotta look up. Oh, I'm like, oh, that's a, that's a air base. You know, oh. that's, that's a base. Yeah. In Virginia. Oh, NASNY, that's a base here. Like, yeah. yeah, and I'm like, What's okay. NASNY? Oh, North, North Air, what is it? Na- North Air Station, North Island. Naval Air Station, North Island. 
That's yeah. What it is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I, still, I, I didn't know like, that. Oh, back in NASNY, and you're like, "What the fuck is a NASNY?" Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know. And so, or they talk about things that have to do with like because we are t- talking about UAPs. They talk about a lot of things in the atmosphere and in the edge of space and in the, the edge of where Earth ends and space meets. And I'm like, I don't know that word. Like that's a scientific word. Okay, cool. I just added that word to my vocabulary, but I have to pause the video. I have to go back because my source is the House Lawmakers hearing on Wednesday, July 26, 2023. That's, that's my source. Yeah. It's just what they we said. We like to go to the source, the real source, the first source, the only source for us. We do not source NBC fucking news or CNN or Fox or some bullshit. I think this was hosted by CBS News, but... <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I didn't say CBS, I said NBC. <laughs> but that's just by default. It wasn't CBS News, because I think it does say, like, C- CBS News live stream. But they had they had to have... They had somebody it, no, had to pick it up. Yeah, they had it on the White House. Mm-hmm. They had it, if you went to whitehouse.gov, it, um, they had it on there live streamed. Yeah, somebody had to pick it up, so. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all, we don't source CBS or NBC. Actually, it was actually done on CBS. Oops. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, ultimately, it's just the hearing, and it's just where it was live streamed, which um, I watched it on YouTube, so. Yeah. Okay, so let's get into it. So to get into it, this is what happened. Okay, so um, as we just discussed, the House lawmakers held a hearing on Wednesday, July 26th of this year, 2023. The purpose of the hearing was to examine how the executive branch handles reports of unidentified anomalous phenomenon, also known as UAPs or UFOs. The House Oversight National Security Subcommittee heard from three witnesses, including a former Navy commander officer with firsthand knowledge of how the government has handled the reports of these UFO sightings. So, um, yeah, there's actually three witnesses that have came forward. I guess you can call them whistleblowers slash witnesses um and this is going to be based on their testimony Uh, this was live streamed and it was watched in real time by millions of viewers all over the world it was approximately two hours and 19 minutes long and i have watched it in its entirety and this is going to be set up in parts because it is two hours and 19 minutes long so it's definitely what i'm going to say back to you is definitely 100 percent summarized and also quotes but um because it is so long this is definitely going to be a, a few parts So I'm going to touch on some of the main points that were revealed by each speaker. I'm also going to give a short background of who the three witnesses are in case you are not familiar with them and why they would be relevant to these facts about UAPs and UFOs. Because anybody can come forward and be like, oh, I saw this. And not to say they're not like wouldn't take it seriously, but the people that came forward, they have a lot of experience working with the government and... They're reputable people. It's not some joke yeah, off the street. Exactly. It's also worth noting that on May 31st, 2023, 
NASA's team of experts and scientists also came forward with their first public meeting on their own studies of UAP and UFOs. The NASA public hearing was also live streamed and was over four hours long. NASA stated a UFO report will be published sometime this summer. I have not yet watched the entire NASA live stream and I'm excited to read the report this summer. So we will leave that episode for after the report comes up, but I did want to acknowledge that it was held at the end of May before the live stream that we will be unlocking today. Oh, really? Yeah, so I'm kind of doing it out of order, but I'm also... You have to, though, because there's no other way to do it, right? Well, NASA's was in May 31st. But... But I kind of want to just wait for the report to come out and read the report. I don't want to watch the whole four hour. <laughs> Dude, I, 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 read, mean... I, I read the investigation report on Hunter Biden, and I much would have rather done the four hour thing, I think. Really? It took me like four days. It was a fucking nightmare. It looks like 118 pages or something. Maybe I will. I watched a good amount of it, maybe like 30 minutes, and then I just stopped. Yeah, no, if you're already 30 minutes deep, you might as well just finish watching it, and then you can, like, compare notes, because when you see how big the report is, you're going to be like, holy fuck. I guess I didn't think about that. Why am I doing this? Why am I reading like this? Like, you know, and it's like the lawyer words and the legal words, and you have to look it up every five minutes. Maybe I will just watch it. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. I didn't think about it. If you have a choice, I'm just saying that I read the investigative. I mean, it might be different, because it's NASA and not the um homeland security doing it i don't know i don't know the difference between how it's set up and stuff but yeah hunter was like a pretty that was a pretty gnarly i'm sure it'll be just as tedious especially because like the legal verbiage and the scientific verbiage is going to be just as gnarly like i'm not gonna know it yeah i'm gonna have to look shit up i read like not even a paragraph i read like three sentences to brad and then i tried to read him like a few more and he like laughed at me and said stop talking to me i I already heard a little bit i don't want to hear anymore (laughs) he was already getting a headache 118 pages that i'm reading and i'm trying to read to him like two sentences like what the fuck (laughs) yeah so just keep that in mind you know i've been there i've read investigative reports and shit and the government is just very warty it just like blah 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 just to say blah so i guess after we unlock this hearing that was held on july 26th (laughs) we will unlock the live stream from nasa on may 31st there you go it's official i'm gonna watch the four hour live stream Unlive though. Well, unlive, but yeah. <laughs> so, yes, it's very interesting times to say the least. There has been so much talk of aliens in the media this year, with, like we said before, viral sightings in Las Vegas and New York, caught on police cameras, doorbell ring cameras, and so, so, so much more. So let's unlock this United States UAP UFO disclosure hearing that was just held on the 26th. Um, As stated, this hearing was live streamed and had many, many speakers (laughs) and three eyewitness um, accounts. Our first speaker was Mr. Grothman, who is the chairman. Mr. Grothman started by welcoming everyone and listing the names of people who would be recognized to speak at the hearing, stating they would each have 10 minutes to speak, 
but could yield their time to others. He thanked everyone for the time, and then he went on to start his 10 minutes. In his 10 minutes, his main points that he discussed were some dates. In 1966, he referenced a book, a book titled Flying Saucers, Serious Business, which he stated the theme of the book was the lack of transparency regarding UFOs. And that was in 1966, and it was one of his books that he read um, that he was very fond of. So, I mean, going back to 1966, there was a lack of transparency. He also stated in 1966, President Gerald Ford claimed to have seen a UFO. Also in 1969, former President Jimmy Carter claimed to have seen a UFO. Um, These events and many others caused the Congress to establish entities to study UFOs and UAPs. The National Defense Authorization Act of 2022 established AARO. AARO is the All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office. This office is within the United States uh, Secretary of Defense that investigates unidentified flying objects and phenomenon in the air, sea, and space on land, even sometimes referred to as Um, UAPs or UFOs, more commonly known now as UAPs. The budget of AARO is classified, and they are not going to come forward at this time with their budget. That's bullshit. Yes. Because our tax dollars pay for that, and every single penny of our tax dollars is supposed to be completely transparent, and we're supposed to see exactly where government funding goes. And this is a government-funded, unless it's private-funded. No, it's at the AARO is was established in 2022 it's the national defense authorization act it is the all domain anomaly resolution office within the office of the united states of the secretary of defense so this is the secretary of defense that investigates unidentified flying objects and this is i'm quoting the chairman right here these are the the points from the chairman i'm trying to see who funds it and i want to know who like who funds it and i want to know how much because that's you're not going to be able to find it it's classified the law though but he's coming out right here in this hearing the first thing he's saying is don't fucking ask us it's classified oh my god Yeah, so NASA is also leading an independent study with data collected from civilians and government. So that's they don't a, have to say everything. But that's that's a new thing that we didn't know. They're coming out saying the civilians are going to be included. So that's something at least like the people are going to have a voice. Um, so they're going to actually listen to the people that have, like, the the public that have seen stuff. They're not going to be like, oh, where's your tinfoil hat? Like, they're actually going to be like, okay, I don't know where they're finding these people. I don't know how you can volunteer. If you've seen a UFO or UAP, contact NASA. Maybe you can get in on this. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, it does say that the data is going to be from civilians and government. Um, Mr. Grothman, the chairman, stated for the last 50 years, government transparency has been a huge concern. He went on to say 
that the way the Biden administration had handled the China spy balloon is evidence that our administration is not prepared to handle such situations. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and he said that on the... Oh, he, this is yeah. on record. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Like, it's on the thing. Yeah. I wonder um, how many days he has left Oh, he went on, on Earth. He went on further to say... The spy balloon and the two UAPs that were shot down, costing the United States taxpayers over $1.5 million in missiles. But the administration have yet to release any clarity to the people. And why has the Biden administration not been transparent about what they shot down? There's... Oh, I'm so sorry. It's okay. What was that? That was, I was trying to look up the funding thing, and then, because my, I have ADD, I got sidetracked because somebody liked one of our reels on Facebook, so I went to go look at that, and it started to, like, the reel started to talk to me. I muted was it Was that Eric Hecker? Oh, yeah, that's who you're talking to right now, huh, about. Well, I'm not talking, no, about, I'm not talking no, about okay. him at all. Oh, that was the other, the last one, huh, yeah. That was the last episode. Yeah, About okay. Antarctica. <laughs> Neutrinons unlocked. <laughs> Neutrinos. But, no, I keep saying it wrong. I know, and it's your episode, but I had to type it so many times that I know how to say it better than you. I was <laughs> so confident right now when I said it. I know, I really liked your confidence. <laughs> it was great, and I had to knock you down. Oh, yeah, it's so like sorry. nose. Neutrinos. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, well, okay. Not nose-trinos. <laughs> nose. I had to write it out like N E W T R E N O S E, even though it's not how you spell it. I'm like new tree nose. And so when she new was, tree nose. when she was telling me, I was like, wait, is that like three different words, or is it like one word? Like I don't understand. Are there so there's not any new trees? <laughs> <laughs> not up your nose. No, there's no trees up your nose. <laughs> Okay, sorry about that, guys. And I and I just took my my ADD medicine, my Adderall, so it should be like kicking in soon, and I'll, I won't be all sidetracky. But right now, I am sorry. Don't believe her. <laughs> I try not to. Um, believe me, ever. So, <laughs> yeah, American people out there listening, do you know that we paid over, or we are, or our children, or whoever, wherever this is trickle down to? We paid over $1.5 million in missiles to shoot down the spy balloon and the two UAPs, which I feel like it's a lot of money, but it feels like it's kind of low. It's, no, it's not a lot, considering like that they spent like $15 trillion, or they give, gave $15 trillion to Ukraine and shit like that. Like, I wonder if it's $1.5 million per missile, or if that was the total cost. I don't know. Because I'm just quoting what he said, but yeah. he did say, it. well, he said over $1.5 million. Yeah, it does seem kind of low um, to be, like, to even have it mentioned, because we just, the American government just throws, seems to just throw money willy-nilly, like we have it, like we're making it, like we're making the fucking gold over here or some shit, but. Yeah, I know. No, but yeah, he was pretty much calling out the Biden administration. He went on to say, we must demand transparency from the Department of Defense. Our intelligent communities and our defense industry on the UAP work and knowledge that they have and that they are not disclosing. Mr. Grotham then acknowledged that Congress understands the topic of UAPs is multifaceted and requires careful data-driven approach. 
that today they are seeking clarity from witness testimonies and this will remain the objective in inquiry. Today, they are not just debating on UAPs, they are discussing principles which define the Republic with the commitment to transparency and openness. He's a believer, man. He I is hope a believer. That they do. He is a believer. Yeah. Um, he then introduced the second speaker, which I love the second speaker. He's so funny. His name is Mitch, Mr. Burchett. He is a representative from Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> Um, have you been to Tennessee before? Of course I have. You know that. I right? know. Yeah, I've I never been it. to... Did you go to Graceland? Oh, I, that's in Nashville, no, right? No, no, no. That's in Memphis. Oh, Memphis. And yeah. that is, um, that's to the, the east, west, and we were in Nashville. We went to Nashville, Knoxville, and then to Pigeon Forge, which is all in the east. So there's like, it's like 300 miles apart, and so oh, we just, okay. we couldn't do it. But you went to... Twice. Dollywood. I went to Dollywood. Oh my gosh, I'm so jealous. I know, it was so much fun. It was so much fun. And I went to um, Anakista, which is, like, a really cool, like, outdoor type of, like, up in the mountains. It's in the Smoky Mountains. Ooh, I want to go to the Smoky Mountains. But it's not so much rides. It's more like you just kind of walk around. They have a lot of, um, like obstacle course type things for the kids and stuff but oh, you're like oh yeah like the uh, ninja stuff like yeah. ninja warrior yeah and stuff. but you're like really high in the air like oh like, like the obstacle yeah yeah with like nets and stuff and you're like you know like 150 feet in the air and oh shit. gosh i feel like the kids would be kind of tripped out on that yeah no i was you went <laughs> on it yeah yeah, I had to fall. I had to save. I wasn't supposed to, but um, I because you could only have one person at a time or something. So they I didn't know you went on that. They wouldn't let me help Cody through. Cody went on it. Yeah, it's. it's, it's you never told me this. Oh yeah, we we spent um we spent ten days there. I think ten days in Tennessee. It's, yeah, like ten days in Tennessee for Thanksgiving last year. No, I know you went, but yeah. I didn't know that you did the and obstacle course, or yeah. the kids did. Well, yeah. yeah, the whole thing is pretty much an obstacle course. Like, everything that you do... Tennessee is an obstacle Tennessee course. Tennessee, yes. <laughs> pretty much Tennessee is an obstacle course. But no, at Anakista, it's I'm like... I'm so confused. Yeah, Anakista, you have to um, take a ski lift up, or you have to take a bus ride up to the top. So since we had Jake, and he was only, you know, So there's two, a lot of mountains in Tennessee? The fucking Great Smoky Goddamn Oh, yeah, mountains. you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, yeah. I've never been there, so I'm trying to think of what it looks like, which is hard because I've <laughs> never been there. <laughs> yeah, Tennessee um, has the, to the, e to the east has the Great Smoky Mountains, and it's really cool because it really does, it, the mountains look like they're smoking. Ooh. And it's just from, like, the condensation or like whatever. misty? They're misty? Yeah, it's just, like, the, yeah, but they, the, the condensation, it, like, rises up because of the heat or whatever. And the trees aren't like they are here. They're, like, pine trees and shit. So they're very, like, you know, like, snowy type of trees. Like, Ooh, very it's like pretty. like picture. Yeah, picture trees. Mm -hmm. The trees Pitch that we don't get. Picturesque. Picturesque trees that we don't get here. Because um, it does snow there and stuff. And, like, it was so much fun. Both times. Because I went in September and in for Thanksgiving. So I me, feel like you're describing a Bob Ross painting. Yeah. There's like the mountains trees and the trees. Yeah. And cabins. Like, I got to see Dolly yeah. Parton's old house. And 
it was really fun and I would love to go back again. Pigeon Forge is kind of getting touristy though, so yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was super fun. Coming from a tourist, that's really funny. Well, because we <laughs> it's like, kind of getting touristy. Well, yeah, because we like to go to places that like like quiet little towns. Yeah, I want to go like um, we go to Idlewild here, and that's kind of touristy, but it's yeah. not. It does hasn't like it took us thirty minutes to go like a mile in Tennessee. Ew. That's like L.A. touristy. You know, like I don't, I don't like want that. it. I don't like that. We don't. We hate going to Hollywood because of that. We just went last weekend, and we had to, what, spend an hour in tra- fucking traffic? I don't even remember what we went for, because I don't think it was worth it. Well, it was it was the worth it. Mansion. We had fun. It was worth it. But it was, like, insanely It was, like, three and a half drive. hours to go, like, like 50 miles, 40 yeah. miles. It was ridiculous. Oh, my God. But we saw that car that shapeshift. Yeah. I tried to tell Brad about that. He thought I was crazy. So we, we were on the freeway. Literally thought I was it, crazy. It was like um, bumper to bumper. Like she said, it took us forever to get to L.A. Like, And we were on the, um, I believe that we were on the 101 when this happened. It was right past the new bridge. And that new bridge, somebody was talking about it on one of the conspiracy pages that I follow. The new bridge? The, the one we bridge. went down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, with the hoops. Yeah, but why? Um, I forget. But oh. I remember like being like, oh... Like, that is new. It's weird because, like, my friend... I don't know. My friend lives in L.A., and, like, he was, like, was made old. it to the new bridge, and he was, like, taking pictures and stuff and there. And I thought it had been there forever because it looks all old and gross, and it is definitely... Oh! No, it was so bad, and it happened the two days before we went up there. What? Somebody threw a cart right at the new bridge onto the freeway. <gasps> like a shopping cart? Yeah, like one of the homeless people threw a shopping cart and it rolled down and um, the cart didn't win. But the car was kind of fucked up too. That's but you I'm like, kill could you somebody. imagine if that was us leaving the haunted mansion because it was it was that way, like going back south? Oh my god, I think that I would have had a heart attack. I definitely I because. Heather was driving that time, and I usually drive, and Heather was driving, and her um, cat-like skills are more like... I kind of drive like an old lady sometimes. She does. That's why it took us four hours to get there. She drives like a race car driver, but, I mean, her husband is a literal race car driver, so... (laughs) I got some tips, I guess. I don't know. Brad says I'm a natural driver. And I'm more like... I'm very cautious, and I'm like... Oh, I don't my know. God. She's going, like, 45 in the fast lane, guys. It's so bad. No! Uh, I'm not that bad. But we saw a car that shape-shifted. It was a blue little sports car. and It was a Mustang, and it was a convertible. Yeah. And was it a Mustang? It was, like, electric blue. Yeah, I remember it, that. It was a Mustang. And um, it, it was, like, basically cutting through traffic like a motorcycle. Yeah, it, it was, um, what's but, it called, one of the motorcycles? Like, um, splitting lanes. Splitting lanes, yeah. But how the fuck did it fit? It wasn't it motorcycle size. Split through two cars and sat there and didn't just split through because my oh Brad said oh I've done that da 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 just people being dumbasses they know their car da 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 and I was like no but they stayed they didn't just split across the the two cars no, were next kept, to each other and was, they they sat they were next to them and my husband was like oh it's probably because one of them was pissed off at the other or whatever so no, he to be pissed no and it's like no he zoomed by us and then he just it was fucking weird dude. 
It was, it was weird because the thing is, is normally... And there was two people in the car, so it wasn't like it was one of those little tiny cars. It, there was two... No. There was a chick and a dude in the car. Yeah, and the thing is, is like, we all know, like, when you see a motorcycle, most people will kind of scooch over a little bit, let the motorcycle pass, you get the little peace sign from the motorcyclist, like, hey, thanks for scooching over for me. Nobody was scooching over for this car. It was just... Because it's a fucking car! It was just going in between. How did it fit? I don't know. So we called it a shapeshifter. I called it a shapeshifter. And, and Max, my son, my six-year-old, is with us and says, it thought it was thinking skinny or it got skinny or whatever. Yeah, it, it, got, got it got skinny because it fucking shapeshifted. It what? got skinny. It got what skinny. the fuck? So we're thinking this is like some alien technology that has transferred down to uh, sports cars. <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly, I thought that it was a, some sort of a Mazda. The old, like, 1998 or so Mazda. I don't know. To me, it looked like Because they have a super cute uh, Mazda MX-6 that's, like, very, very cute. It's very, very cute. And it's in that powder electric blue. Mm Mm-hmm. And I've always wanted one. That's why I think it was. But I don't know. It could have been a Mustang of some sort, but... I thought it looked like a Mustang. But um, it was definitely convertible. It definitely had its top down. It was sleek. It was kind of like a race car, but it was not small like a motorcycle. So there's no way it could be splitting lanes like that unless it had like some go-go gadget, inspector gadget, the button where it got skinny. So... Okay, back to this. So, Tennessee, yes, we have. I've gone to Tennessee. Go on. So, we're going back to the second speaker, <laughs> Mr. Burchett, representative from Tennessee. Mr. Burchett stated his t- started his time, sorry, started his time by thanking his colleagues by name in the room. And when I say thanking his colleagues by name in the room, I didn't write all the names down, but he was just like, yeah, my buddy over there, and yeah, my buddy over there, and everybody was like his buddy and his bestie, and he was just like very excited to see all of his homies there, (laughs) and so thankful. And calling everybody out. And so (laughs) thankful that everybody was there. Um, He seemed like a really down-to-earth guy, and I want to be his friend. I want to be the speaker's friend. Everybody in Tennessee is super chill. He uh, did remind everyone that this is a nonpartisan issue. It has nothing to do with political party politics. And that he thinks this cover-up goes a lot deeper than party politics. Um, he stated that he will be entering it entering in non-witness statements so um he did ask the chairman if that was okay and the chairman agreed without objection he also wanted to enter in the records a previously classified document now unclassified but he stated it's hard for the general population to get a hold of this report the report name that he officially entered in is titled Defense Intelligence Reference Documents Advanced Space Propulsion Based on Vacuum Space-Time Metric Engineering, which was also permitted by the chairman without objection. He stated that Mr. Knapp wrote, Since 1969, UFOs pose no threat to national security, and they are not worth investigating. 
which Mr. Burchett said is a gross understatement. He then went on to thank the three witnesses and everyone clapped like the entire here and you know this is like a hearing you're usually not supposed to like cheer clap like make any comments everyone was just like clapping and clapping and clapping because they were they it was his buddy his bff he knew half the room <laughs> exactly and then at one point he had to say okay 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 like please stop clapping you're cutting into my time like as a joke because they only have 10 minutes each yeah and the clapping was going on for like a i don't know a good 30 seconds or so or maybe longer he stated that he, he stated, and I quote, I think it's time for this country to take back our country. We need to tell the folks at the Pentagon, they work for us, God damn it. We don't work for them. <laughs> I love it. I know. I want to say it again because oh it's gosh. so funny. And the way he said it is a little accent. He's like, I think it's time for this country to take back our country. We need to tell the folks at the Pentagon they work for us. God nab it. We don't work for them. God he, damn it. I want him to be president. What was his name again? <laughs> this is, um, I, hopefully I'm saying it correctly, but his name is Mr. Burchett. B-U-R-C-H-E-T-T. Representative from Tennessee. And his accent did not sound as stupid as mine. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But it was just real... I just love how he says, God damn it, so God damn it. He, is he actually one of the whistleblowers? No, he's just like a representative. He's uh, not he's even the one that's one... announcing everything? No, no, no. There's or different, announcing there's, the guys. There's, no, no, no. He's not announcing anybody. Oh. There's different yeah. speakers that speak well before we get to the witnesses. Oh, my gosh. Okay, okay He's just speaker number two. Dude, I'm going to nominate him for president. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's pretty awesome. He said, uh, we cannot trust a government that doesn't trust its people we are not bringing little green men to the hearing or flying saucers we are going to uncover the cover-up i love Good. that yeah uncover the cover-up we're gonna uncover the cover-up uh-huh and then that's when he introduced the third speaker miss luna now, there was no title given for Miss Luna. I did um, understand in her speaking that she is active duty uh, military and she worked on an airfield. So I don't know what branch. I mean, an airfield could be from different branches because they pretty much all have airfields. But she did read off a bunch of former president's names and people of government who have... Uh, um, I mean, she named off a lot, so I didn't write down each name, but she named off a bunch of names of people who have previously uh, seen UFOs. She did mention Roswell, and she stated that there are mountains of evidence which is overclassified and hidden from the American people. So she really stressed overclassified because, yes, we have to have, like, we have intelligence can um for a reason like there's things that need to be classified because there's obviously other countries and things that like we have to have things private 
-hmm. You know, the government mm -hmm. has to have things that are classified basically private. Yeah. But there's also like a line, and she kept emphasizing that this is overclassified. Like, this does not need to be classified at the level they're classifying each it's, and every little thing. It's too it's much. It's too much yeah. censorship, basically. She yeah. didn't use the word censorship. She used the words overclassified, but in my mind, I'm hearing censorship. Yeah, it's like, over-censored. It's over-censored. It's, over it's too much. That she, makes sense. Like, yeah. Why are you, what, what, what would that have to be like? I understand classifying for um, Homeland Security, stuff like that. Yeah. But what does this, this, this has to do with the entire world. It's right. Aliens and shit. Oh, it's going to affect. Not, it's a worldwide. It's, it's a, it's, yeah. It, and that's why it's like nonpartisan because it doesn't matter if you're Democrat, Republican, Chinese, African, American, whatever the fuck you are and where you're from and even where you're currently located, if aliens are coming, they're coming for the entire world, not just like, oh, we're only taking you Republicans, oh, only you Democrats. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, nope, we're only here not, for the American people. Yeah, we're only here for the for the North American people. We're not here for the Southern America. Don't worry, Brazil, you're fine. Like, what the fuck? Australia, you're good. You got too many spiders anyways. <laughs> yeah, and they're too big. We don't want them. We don't want them. <laughs> like, it's 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 a thing of like global security, not national security. That's a global security thing that the globe needs to worry about, not just the nation. Exactly, and that's exactly the point that she was trying to get across. She said that um, this overclassification. It, and is basically they're they're hiding things from the American people. She flat out said hidden from the American people. She stated that in a poll, 68% of Americans believe the government is hiding information about UAPs and is not being honest with the information that they have. She also stated in another poll, 50% of Americans believe government is doing a very bad job or a somewhat bad job at dealing with reports of UAP sightings. And in dealing with these UAP report sightings, again, she's referring to the, the public, the general population, the public, non-governmental, and probably some government also that has came forward. There's people that are in the government that are afraid to come forward because they're afraid to be ridiculed and they don't want to lose like their status. Like, you know, maybe they're like, they have a high rank and if they come out with something, then it's going to basically make them look like they're not credible, even though they are. Mm -hmm. um, and they're just afraid to come forward. She stated that the government is gaslighting the American people and the military and the government n knows pilots who have, you know, they're military pilots who have years and years of of flying experience and they have seen multiple UAPs but again they are afraid to come forward so there's a lot more like think about I all the things to come forward too but think about to all the honest. things you see online already yeah and things that like videos and just different reports that's just like barely scratching the surface of what mm -hmm. has really been seen and known it's not there's so much more that is being covered up yeah so then we move on to our fourth speaker 
the fourth who she introduced. So like each person like introduces the next speaker. Gotcha. Yeah. So Miss Luna then um, finished her time gracefully and said thank you, you know, thank you for everyone's, you know, for basically listening and everything. And then she introduced a Mr. Garcia. He is the fourth speaker. His title is National Security Subcommittee Ranking Member. He started by thanking everyone for their time, their service, thanking the subcommittee and the oversight staff. He also stressed that today's important today it is important to remain nonpartisan. He stated the heart of today is of national security and the key to the subcommittee to the core purposes, which is the subcommittee on national security. The witnesses will testify that UAPs pose a serious safety threat and we must understand this. He stated that for years, UAPs have been reported by civilians and military, many of them pilots. The, the DOD is hesitant to release information on our own crafts and technology. He stated we cannot share classified information in a public setting that we need to encourage more reporting of UAPs, not less, and we need to keep an open mind. I mean, we need I to, get that, but yeah. I mean, he's saying we cannot share classified information in a public setting. Again, it echoes what the, the, other, witness, uh, the other speaker stated about how they can't disclose their budget. It's that like, is so why is there weird. so much hidden from the public? I mean, do we actually ever get answers in this or just, I mean, we get the whistleblowers, so I guess we do, but we do, but not, I mean, not to the full extent. So these people are pretty much demanding that they want answers and we need answers. And this is bullshit. But Mr. Garcia, you know, he is the subcommittee ranking member for the national security. So he's looking at it as like a national security risk about giving out information. And that's why he said the DOD is hesitant to release the information because even though there is technology about our own crafts that are unknown to us, I mean, that just screams that they probably have been reverse engineering crafts. Mm -hmm. I mean, he didn't say it. He's not going to say it. But what technology do they have? I feel like we probably can cloak our own crafts by now. And mm -hmm. things that we think are UFOs or UAPs or could be our crazy. own thing. It could be our own technology. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just me speculating. I think a lot of other people have already speculated that, and a lot of people believe that. So, I don't know. The fifth speaker was Mr. Moskowitz. Moskowitz? Moskowitz. It's M-O-S-K-O-W-I-T-Z. Moskowitz. He started by thanking the witnesses for coming forward. He quoted Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, stating, The American public has a right to learn about the technologies of unknown origins, non-human intelligence, and unexplainable phenomenon. Former Director of National Intelligence John Radcliffe 
confirmed in an interview on Fox News, the U.S. government is aware of a lot more sightings of UAPs, and they have not made these public knowledge. Oh, shit. So that's two... Like people of importance, mm-hmm. Chuck Schumer and John Radcliffe, that Mr. Moskowitz uh, is stating, this is quotes from them that have came forward. Um, he also stated that 171 uncharacterized UAP reports that appear to demonstrate unusual flight patterns have been found since the 2022 launch of the All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, which is the AARO, which we've already discussed many times, we do not know their budget. So um, because the AARO is pretty new, a lot of these speakers are, are, it keeps coming up in the conversation of this hearing. To our military leaders, he states, listen to this, this is almost like, not a threat, but a challenge. He challenges our military, military leaders by stating, if there's nothing to conceal, then let Congress go to Wright-Patterson Air Force Base, Dugway Proving Ground, and Groom Lake in Nevada. He ended with disclosure today, disclosure tomorrow. Mm-hmm. He's a believer. Mm-hmm. And then it, I got in my head. This is just not, we're done with him. Okay, those mm-hmm. are my points. This is in my head now. I'm like, why write Patterson Air Force Base? Why Dugway Proving Ground? Why Groom Lake? Like, do we need to do individual, just, like, episodes on those three places? Like, why of all the places in the world... Did you find out? I got little bullet points about each of them. And I'm going to get into it right now. But of all the places he can say in the hearing, he put this on record. He challenged our military leaders. If there's nothing to conceal, then let Congress go to one... Wright-Patterson Air Force Base. Okay, so I looked up Wright-Patterson Air Force Base, and I didn't, on all of these, I just did a quick dive. I didn't do, like, a deep dive. And I tried to get as much tea as I could. So what I found on Air Wright-Patterson Air Force Base is there's actually prehistoric Indian mounds of the Adena culture, Shut up. Yes. So you guys don't know this yet. I, I know. That's why I'm looking at um, you. Waiting for your response. Fuck. Yes. No, because I am. I we actually already uh, recorded. This is supposed to record. Like we were supposed to air my episode on American mounds. When and, and we decided and Native American Native mounds. American mounds. Yeah. Um, we decided to. Record this it's and put all this in front of it. It's all connected. Maybe Jenna. maybe we should just put on. I don't know which orders to do this in now, but no, we should just our original plan to get this out because mine doesn't really matter. It's not time sensitive, but no, that it is does so matter. Crazy. It goes together because maybe we'll do part one and then do part two, or then do part two after the mounds, just because we that should, is no, so we're gonna crazy. do part two after the mounds for okay. sure because. because I mean, it specifically ties into that because the prehistoric Indian mounds of the Adena culture. You should have seen my eyes. Yeah. 
I almost like threw the whole goddamn computer down. Like, what the fuck? Well, I mean, <laughs> it just screams aliens. You know how natives yeah. always say like, oh, like the shaman they saw like a lot, like what well, not a light, but like you know they like take their fucking. Yeah. No, and now we go over it. Like we yeah. don't really go over aliens too much in the thing, but it's it's kind of like. How did they build these things? Yeah. How did they get How the technology? They see all of it and everything from in the air and like you, yeah. It's all aliens. I'm telling you. How <laughs> many aliens? All I see is that that guy with the crazy hair. I'm not saying it's aliens, but, but it's, it's aliens. aliens. <laughs> So, yeah, the prehistoric Indian mounds of the Dina culture uh, at Wright-Patterson are along the P Street. So, I guess, like, you know, there's, obviously, there's the Air Force. It's in Ohio. Uh, sorry, I'm yeah. looking it up, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just wanted to see really quick. And then my, the Wright yeah. brothers, the reason why it's Wright-Patterson. Oh, shit. It's because the Wright brothers, they're, like, the first in yeah, aviation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they did all that. They, that's where they did that's their test they runs. That's where they took it all from. It was in Ohio. No, there. I, that's where they did yeah, their test Yeah, but Wright-Patterson um, Air Force Base is in Ohio. I know. Yeah, that's I where know. they did it. That's where they did it. You know what else? A lot of the mounds, the the one of the mounds I did, one of the main mounds, is in Ohio that I did. Mm-hmm. I only yeah. there's about twenty eight or so mounds in in America that are like the main ones, and I only went over about four or five of them, and one of them is in Ohio. I remember because I was just looking up all the pictures for the reels, and I was like typing oh, it in. Oh, that's why you were like, oh, up. by the way, that's why I, I was like, I think I'd go over it, maybe mention it, but I don't like talk about that Dima or whatever. Yeah, because I was oh thinking, wait a minute, this all I'm goes together, out, guys. Everything is connected. It, it's insanely connected. So, that's what that's I got. That's the fucking universe. That's what I got on Wright-Patterson Air Force Base. I'm sure there's a lot more reasons why. And that might not even be why that Mr. Moscovich, uh, you know, brought this up. But I'm like, that's what I saw that was pretty... Yeah, that was out of the ordinary from everything else, from ex- anywhere else. Exactly. And then um, the second location that he discussed was Dug Away Proving Ground. And what I found about the DPG, it is a U.S. Army uh, facility established in 1942 to test biological and chemical weapons. Ooh. And it is located about... Yeah, it's located about 85 million... A million. <laughs> I mean, Holy shit. I'm just... Okay, I'm, miles, miles. This is in Utah. Southwest of Salt Lake City, Utah. Sorry, I didn't mean to steal your thunder. No, you're good. You're not stealing I'm, anything. I'm actually, I, I'm Googling this one now because, um... Yeah, I didn't I, I do a deep stop. dive. I, I didn't And whenever do you said it. that, then I was like, oh, let me um, add to whatever because then I can read really quick while you... And, and the first, um, explore further on, um, whenever I Google it, it says aliens at Dugway Proving, Gra- Proving Ground, spaceship taking off on utahstories.com. I didn't even see. See, I didn't even find then, that. Yeah. So I just put in um, DB, DPG, and I only got an AR before I hit enter because I saw Army come up, and that's, like, what came up. So let me, let me put in Army fully and, and Aliens and see what happens. It's so exciting. Okay, you can keep talking, and I'll just... I'll, no, I want to know more oh about God, the so Dugway much. Proving Ground. Yeah. There's so much, but it's Utah. That's where, like, all the aliens, like, that's where um, Skinwalker Ranch is, I believe, in Utah. <gasps> Uh-huh. Oh, wow. And um, the New York Times, November 24th, 2021, um, they have a, a article that says Pentagon forms a group to examine unexplained aerial sightings. So that was, what, two years ago? 
so they've been slowly coming through, I guess. I don't know. This is crazy. So, yeah, he's challenging our military leaders to go to these places. Good. Good. Uh, the third place is Groom Lake, which is part of Area 51. Ooh. I Ooh. And it used to be used for runways of the Neelius Bombing Range yeah, Test Gr- Site Airport. I think I said that correctly. Neelius. Ah. N-E-L-L-I-S, Bombing Range Test Site Airport. All it says when I put in Groom Lake is Area 51, Area 51, Area 51. Yeah, I mean, Area 51. Area aliens, aliens. Salt flats. Remember when everybody was like, let's go storm Area 51. And uh, Did they ever do that? I don't know if they did or not, but... Um, that is so I don't funny. think so. I don't think they did either. I don't think they so. wouldn't have been able to. They probably would have got shot if they tried. Yeah. I think they just, like, went there, and they all probably just, like, looked at the stars together and, <laughs> I don't know, had, or like, a little... Or they're in, like, a dungeon in Area 51 now, and nobody's heard from them, and that's why we never heard anything else. <laughs> um, Time does have an article that says everything to know about Area 51's mysterious history, that was posted on July 18th, 2019, um, and it says estimated reading time is six minutes, so that might be interesting for you guys to look at, just in general. Yeah. So, I mean, those are the- I want to go look at it I, in general I, later. I want to <laughs> go there, like, physically. Oh yeah, we gosh, talked we about too. this. Yeah, and we need to go to Vegas, and then we can get driven out there. Yeah, we definitely have to plan a field trip. I'm always in Vegas, so- Yeah, I know. Just come with me. I know, but just it's not- come with me. I, I, I need to plan it. You need to plan it? It sounds like I said a plan it. It does. You need to plan it. I need to plan. She needs the planets to align properly. Exactly. To Mm -hmm. be able to plan a trip. Yes. (laughs) Yes. We'll do it preferably on a Sunday night. That's my Friday. Okay. (laughs) I'll be flying out there on Friday nights from now on, Friday morning. Yeah. Yeah. My niece uh, just started kindergarten yesterday. Oh, oh yesterday? Yeah. We're recording on Tuesday the 8th and um, August, August 8th. 8th. And yeah, she just started yesterday, so she can't come out for weeks on end with me. Well, not on end. She's only come out for like a week at a time, usually, you know? Yeah. But I'll have to go visit her now and spend a week in there just hanging out with her. Oh, darn it. So now... You're going to have to go out with me on a Friday, and we'll all go to Area 51. That would be fun. They can't, they can't, like, the, the, they'll see the cute little five-year-old and be like, oh, just come and <laughs> let me tour you around. <laughs> right? Probably. I don't know. I mean, there's <laughs> got to be places that you can go, and you can see things. Like, maybe, well, there I don't is, know. I, um, on the Girls Next Door podcast, um, which is Holly Madison and Bridget Marquette's podcast holly was saying that she went to the area 51 with her boyfriend and she wanted to get as close as she could and so she got to a like a random like it's like a gas station gift shop like in the middle of nowhere on the outskirts of it and that's where i want to go but they had a bunch of area 51 shit yeah 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 so. yeah we will definitely end By up the going way, or Holly Marquette. I like did. What did you say? You, you, put, you put Holly's both of them together. We'll just combine them. I totally put both of them together. Holly and Bridget, if you're listening, I love you. I love you too. I've been watching you since I was 17. I, I have your books. I don't know how old I was, but Girls Next Door was definitely one of my favorite pastimes to watch. I have a Playboy bunny on my ankle. 
She I does. Win. <laughs> she does. She, well, it was like my first tattoo. She does have a tattoo of a Playboy bunny. <laughs> it's super cute. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it is, though. I mean, it was my first tattoo, so. I have my first tattoo. Um, was a dot. <laughs> that I tattooed myself on my finger to see if it would hurt to get a tattoo. So, yeah, there's that. I still have it. <laughs> I don't know if you really can consider a tattoo a, a dot a tattoo, but it is. It's there. I have a oh, dot. There you go. Well, I have, we have lots more now. <laughs> Plenty. So, um, guess what we're getting into now? The chairman now introduces our three witnesses. Oh, we haven't even done witnesses. And they all get sweared in. Good. Because this is a hearing. They have to, like, raise their right hand and, like... Oh, it's like a court hearing, it but just it's not a, court. But this it's is a, a hearing. hearing and yeah. a hearing under God and under yeah. oath and under... Yeah, they have yeah. to swear that they are telling the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, you know? So help me God. All that. What if they don't believe in God? I think they just say that they, the chairman, I believe the word that he said is that they affirmed. Really? Because I'm wondering, I believe, because it's so, such a touchy subject nowadays. I want to say that God he, in general. the chairman noted they, like, please let the record show they all affirmed or something like that. Okay. But they did raise their hands. They do something. Yeah, but it was, like, affirmative. You know, because it's military. <laughs> it's affirmative. It's like affirmative. Action, dude. dude. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of bro. I'm from the 90s. I'm dude. Dude. Now it's a bro. Yeah, a bro. bro. No, bro. it's not bro. Oh, no, I know. Bro is like bro. the beach. It's bruh. Bruh. Because Max does that. Bruh. 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 He does it to Brad. He doesn't do it to but me. But you have to be like, bruh. Bruh. Bruh? No, actually, Max does both. Because he'll be like, bro, when they fuck up his cars, when the other kids fuck up his cars. Oh, yeah. Like, bro. That could still be a bruh moment. But yeah, but he does bro or he does bruh. Like, if, he's, if he has time yeah. to, like, think or something. If it's not that serious. If it's serious, it's bro. If it's not that serious, it's like, bro, bro. He's six. It's so funny. He watches Unspeakable on YouTube. I know Unspeakable, yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He wants to go to Texas and go visit My James. son used to listen to Unspeakable. I think maybe he still does. I don't know. He's well, 16, maybe not. I don't not. know why him and Max don't <laughs> hang out more. <laughs> <laughs> Both kids are like, we want unspeakablemarriage.com. Right? They add on dot com. Like, they don't. Yeah. They're like, we want unspeakablemarriage.com. So, like, obviously the YouTube channel is working because they don't say, oh, we want the, we we want, like, things from unspeakable. They just say, we want unspeakablemarriage.com. Both of them. Yeah, well, Unspeakable is really popular, and I can see the appeal, definitely. So, we're going to get into our first witness, and the first witness is a Lieutenant Ryan Graves. Um, Lieutenant Ryan Graves is the Executive director, director of Americans for Safe Aerospace. He is a former U.S. Navy F-18 pilot with his own UAP experience. He starts off by stating that UAPs are routinely seen by pilots, civilian, and military alike. He went on to start off right off the bat of his UAP experience. So this is the T. In 2014, 
while working as an F-18 Foxtrot pilot in the Navy Fighter Attack Squadron 11, the Red Rippers, and stationed at NAS Naval Air Station Oceana mm-hmm. in Virginia Beach. After upgrades were made to their jet radar systems, they started to detect unknown objects in the airspace. At first, they thought the radar had errors, but they were able to track them on multiple board sensors, including infrared systems, visual ID, and during training about 10 miles off the coast, two F-18 Super Hornets were split by a UAP. It's like splitting traffic. The mm-hmm. U- I just threw that in there. That wasn't his words. <laughs> the UAP was about 5 to 15 feet in diameter, about 50 feet away from the Super Hornets, and it looked like a dark gray or black cube with a clear sphere around it. The mission commander then terminated the flight and everyone returned to base for a safety report, which was issued, but no official acknowledgement was ever made. And that was it. That is fucking crazy. And like the cube thing. Yeah. The circle. with That's not how we've ever known spaceships. They've never been depicted in movies like that. They've never been anything. But you know what I'm also thinking is the reason they've never been depicted in movies like that is because what if everybody else never saw the cube because they weren't that close to it? So they saw the the black ball thing because they were on the ground. Oh, so it looked like a ball, but it's actually a cube. But it was actually a cube with the ball inside. And then they were like, well, how would a ball go flying? So then slowly it became flattened. Yeah, because he said that it looked like a black or gray cube with a clear sphere around it. Oh, wait, I went opposite with that. Yeah. So oh. it's like like a, like, think Sorry, of like a bubble, was, like a yeah. bubble with a black cube in it. Oh, uh, I was thinking of the cube with the black inside. I, 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 I've been thinking of that opposite this whole time. No, no, no. So think a black cube inside of a bubble. Oh, Or my like God. a sphere. Yeah. I've never heard of that either. Like, no, never. You no. always hear of, like, the flying saucers, yeah, and it was, like, saucer-shaped, and the tic-tac, yeah, no. where it was, like, yeah, but never like that. That is so weird. So. Like, I don't even, I'm confused now. I have to, like, re- reprogram my brain now. Hold on. Yeah, like, just, <laughs> just look at one, like, a cube yeah. with a bubble yeah. around it. That's so weird. And it was only 50. Five, sorry, five to fifteen feet in diameter. So I'm like five, 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 six. So it's like not that big. No, fifteen feet. That would like hold like one alien. But how big are the aliens? Well, yeah, if they're like our size, which is what has always been depicted. But there are some aliens that they have came forward. That they have, they have them in the stock room. (laughs) Well, when we get into this. We're going to get into it, but they have aliens. Okay. Like, we're not there yet, yeah. but they have, supposedly, they, we'll, we'll get there in, like, part three, but, spoiler alert, most there people have heard aliens. this already, the U.S. government did say they found actual bodies of aliens, and some of them are not that big. 
They're like three feet, two feet. So I would have me. I would that. I can believe that. Like they're little. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't really picture them as Bigfoot size, like being like ten feet or whatever. I would think that we would like us like being standard five eight would be like the like we're epitome yeah. of them because like you look at us and we're all like chunky and fat and they're all not they're like hungry they're hungry (laughs) well they're not human so they're not gonna have the same anatomy they're like starving nowhere in this hearing does it say that the aliens so far that I've seen does not say that they're starving they're hungry or any of that they are definitely not that is all speculation they are are definitely not over fat they are not fat. <laughs> I've never seen a chunky alien, uh, like an alien depicted as like chunky. No, I've never seen um, rolls on an alien, and I've never seen um, cottage cheese thighs on an alien. <laughs> I can't say that I have either, but I've never actually met an alien that I know of. They're hungry. That maybe that's why they're coming here for all the fried food. Maybe that's why they only come to America. It would not be fried food. If they're taking on the cows, remember, they're, like, taking the blood out of them. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, my God. Wait, what did you say? I said, because they always say, oh, aliens only come to America, and I'm all for the fried food, and then you were like, oh, they want the cows, and all I'm thinking of is, yeah, hamburgers and curly fries. Like, duh. They're starving, Heather. Again, nowhere in this hearing did they stay. This all is for entertainment purposes. I'm just I am the entertainment. Everything is, uh, uh, um, what do they say? Everything is, what do people say so they don't get like speculation? No, or, they say everything is for entertainment purposes only. Da, 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 da. Like so many people say that so their shit won't get taken down. Oh, yeah, this is all for entertainment purposes, and especially anything that I say because this is Heather episode <laughs> and Heather listened to the facts and I'm just speculating and it's my own personal opinion so <laughs> don't take us down or whatever no the aliens are going to come for you they're going to be like where the <laughs> fuck are these curly fries you keep talking about bitch give me my fries in the box. <laughs> I'll take you up there we have them everywhere they're like Starbucks they're great <laughs> they're like Starbucks oh my gosh um, yeah, so that's his account of <laughs> the UAP. It was a dark gray or black cube with a clear sphere around it. He did state that soon these became so regular that these UAPs were discussed in their regular pre-flight briefings. He also stated that since 2021, all UAP videos are classified as secret or above. All of them. All of them. Because they think that we're going to lose our shit. I'm like, what about the ones that people get on their own? Is that classified? Once they get their hands on it and it's just like in the movies like Transformers when the CIA came in and was like, I'm taking everything from Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, so, like, what, if I saw a UFO, UAP, and I recorded it with my phone, and I they uploaded it, they're going to seize my phone and come to me and be and like, they're going to scrub phone. the net. Like, the men in black or whatever? I yes. don't know. Yeah. I believe so. So, yeah, that's kind of scary. 
Um, he also stated that he founded the American for Safe Aerospace, uh, um, which is, if you want to go to it, it's aerospace.org. It is a safe space haven for UAP reports. <laughs> what? I had, to, I had to cover my mouth so I didn't laugh at that. <laughs> it's a safe space. <laughs> no, it's a safe haven. Did yeah, I say well, space? I think you said safe space. Oh, he didn't spacing say or something. I don't know the way you said it though. I what did I say? I'm pretty sure you said safe space. Go, go to no, safe. Well, what is it okay. called? Safe, safespace.org. No, it's not safe space. <laughs> <laughs> what? Is that what I said? Okay, let me start over. This is his. <laughs> so we need to edit this. He says. I founded the Americans for Safe Aerospace. I so it's you, not safe space. It's I think safe you left aerospace. aerospace or I just, and then you. <laughs> and it is called. It's like if you want to go to it, it's aerospace.org. He stated that he made aerospace.org as a safe haven for UAP reports. So you're not gonna be like, put on your tinfoil hat and made fun of and gaslit. He, they're gonna take you space. seriously. You have a safe space to talk about space thing. Well, we don't know if they're from space. I don't know, I don't know. I just like a lot of space. But we're talking about UFOs. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a safe space. You're so giggly. I'm super giggly. <laughs> I think her medicine's taken over. No, I think it's wearing off now. <laughs> it didn't last very long. No, it doesn't. You That's just the problem. took it. Okay, so the UAPs. <laughs> oh my god, they're UAPs, UFOs. Everybody says UAP now, so it's a no, UAP. No, go ahead. Go, go, go. So, um, since he has founded the Americans for Safe Aerospace, he says 130, I, you know, honestly. I feel like I've taken, like, um, some sort of psychedelic that's making me giggly. No, but, but I, listen, this is the okay, sad sorry. part. I could not hear him clearly. He either said 130 or he said 30. He kind of like went, so I don't know what the fuck he said. So I'm trying to be accurate, but it's anywhere from 30 to 130. Okay, One it's or a range. The other, nothing in between. I don't know. He says have range. came forward as witnesses, and he said more than 5,000 Americans have joined us in the fight for transparency. Good. And he was very. Um, like he was very like he wanted to put his little plug in there for his his uh <laughs> his website okay yeah so um he went on to say that commercial pilots at major airlines have came forward and they stated at around 40,000 feet and potentially in low earth orbit and the gray area below the Carmen Line. What's the Carmen Line? The Carmen Line, I will tell you. It's in my notes because I was already like, what the fuck is a Carmen Line? And I had to rewind Carmen Line like five times. So I was like, 
Is he talking? In, I don't know what he's saying. It sounded like Greek. But the Carmen line, if you don't know, is a proposed conventional boundary between Earth's atmosphere and outer space set by the international record-keeping body FAI at an altitude of 100 kilometers above sea level. So... So it's that, like, little gray area. So what he's stating is he's stating that around 40,000 feet, also potentially low Earth, and in this Carmen line, that is where pilots of major airlines have came forward stating these are the areas which UAPs have been seen. He also went on to say that these UAPs are making unexplainable maneuvers like right-hand turns, J-hooks, and retrograde orbits. At times, these reports were also reoccurring, and there has been numerous sightings. Like, so many sightings in these two areas, there is an insane amount of sightings. Do you want to know where? North of Hawaii and the North Atlantic Ocean. Those are like hot spots for UAPs. I was going to say Utah, but... (laughs) (laughs) That's interesting. Yeah, and I didn't look up those locations to see like why, but I do remember... That would make sense as to why uh, people don't see them and report them. Like people, like military does and other people do, but like people don't because... Nobody resides north of, like, in the northern Atlantic. Oh, Atlantic is... Northern Atlantic Ocean. What's in the northern Atlantic? That'd be, like, Greenland and shit. You gotta Google it. I didn't look it up further. And I don't know what retrograde orbit means. I didn't look that up either. Well, I know that when, like, Mars is in retrograde, it's going backwards. Okay. So maybe so, it's going backwards. Like, a plane can't go backwards. Our oh, can't go backwards. yeah, you're right. Okay, that we makes sense. We have a reverse on cars, but other than that, nothing else goes backwards. Yeah, that makes sense. Retrograde orbit, maybe that means backwards. Yeah, they can go backwards. Mm-hmm. you're retroing. And then sightings north of Hawaii and north of the Atlantic. Which is interesting, because I wonder if it's a longitude li- or a latitude line. Oh, and I, and I will mention... He says this, these sightings in, in not just these areas, but all over, are not only found in the airspace, but also deep down in our oceans. So he, he's talking about the USOs. Yeah, so Greenland is at the top, as well as um, eastern Canada is at the top of the North Atlantic. Okay. So that's where they're being spotted. So it's not and just And north in of Hawaii. Yeah, I'm working on that. Hold on. So, but... This is key. Uh-huh. When he says the sightings are not only found in our airspace, but also in our oceans. We did a whole episode yeah. on the USOs in the in Pacific. The, yeah, by Hawaii. By Hawaii. Yeah. yeah that, like, checks out. That, like, that that's correct. Some, yeah, like, like, we did. It we, just, we, what you said was true. Yeah. Good it goes, job. It goes with it. Thank you. <laughs> It's real. Mr. Whistleblower. (laughs) Um, Above Hawaii, uh, I'm sorry, above Hawaii, it would just be Alaska and um, Western Canada, really. It's not... But he also says in the ocean, so it could be USOs. Yeah, because there's not, it's not like... um, 
it's not super scrunched together over there. Like it is. Like the Atlantic, I feel like it's super scrunchy. Mm-hmm. And the other part's more like just open. But I hmm. Open to interpretation, I guess. Yeah, so then he goes on to say if UAPs are foreign drones, like it's a speculation that he had, if UAPs are foreign dro- drones, it is an urgent national security issue. And if it's something else, like basically of an un like this not of this world russia is above the pacific ocean as well i'm sorry i was trying to figure out so like oh yeah yeah, yeah. for hawaii so um it's pretty much everything that's it i think it's pretty much saying anything that's on this latitude line latitude line okay yeah yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I'm still stuck on that. Okay, go. No, it's okay. So he says, if UAPs are foreign drones, it's an urgent national security issue. If it's something else, it's an urgent issue for science. Like, Good. basically, like, let's figure this shit out. Yeah, and I think that all the great science minds to co- should come together and figure this out. And then Lieutenant Ryan Graves, our first witness, concluded by thanking everyone for their time. And um, that ended, that concluded his 10 minutes of his, um, uh, his speaking. Well, no, he's going to speak more. That was like the introduction. Of what he had to say, and then he's going to do questions, right? Yeah, and then it's going to move on to the next witness, which is going to be in part two. We're going to start with David Grush, and I'll just tell you, David Grush is a former senior intelligence officer with the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency, and he was a senior technical advisor for UAP issues. Awesome. And that's where we will begin our next episode or yeah part to this episode awesome sounds great so we will learn more about what has happened in that hearing thank you so much for listening thank you so much and do not forget to share like and subscribe and you can follow us on all of our socials which is conspiracy unlock And don't forget to email us at conspiraciesunlocked at gmail.com. Bye. Bye.